Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode number 17 of the Lifting Ugly podcast. This is indeed a podcast so cool. I don't know if you've heard this news yet. Lifting Ugly podcast is a podcast so cool. The Ice Cube has now officially changed his name to Tepid Water. <laughs> to lukewarm bottled water. <laughs> that's that's how cool and that's this fast. podcast is. That's right. You can take that to the bank, folks. Yeah. My name is Craig. I am coming to you from Grand Junction in Western Colorado from Monument Fitness. And the man to the side of me is none other than Alki Allen. I'm coming at you from the wild west of San Diego. <laughs> the shoot 'em up, horse mm-hmm. riding, just gun slinging west. Spoiled San white Diego. kids going to the bar. <laughs> yeah. White, white, the white kids on the white horse. Exactly. And white horse is like a uh, a euphemism for a Mercedes or a, a Range Rover. Yeah, because they, <laughs> they, they need that off-road capability out there. I'm yeah, sure. it's all Teslas now. Everything's got to be electric. Well, seeing as how they, what is it, like in the next 10 years that they can't sell any new gas-powered vehicles in the state of California? You know what the best part about that is? This state has rolling blackouts all the time, right? Because the grid, because right. the grid literally. <laughs> so you know what the best idea to do is? All electric cars. <laughs> right. Let's add more charging stations. Yeah. It's, it's like I'm surprised they didn't go with a, uh, you know, water, water-powered electricity. Water-powered. The, the state that has the least amount of water attached to it. I guess like uh, hydrogen motors are extra explosive. So if you get hit, there's a way higher chance your entire car will explode. So there's that. Yeah. They should go that way. Or science. Yeah. Load them all up them in a hydrogen bus and just slam it at a wall. Just science. Yeah. <laughs> Coming at you. Dropping drop. it like another. <laughs> it's a physics podcast now. <laughs> yeah. With our with our expansive knowledge of oh my god physics, <laughs> I know yeah. if I I know if I turn the wheel this much, the car will turn that much. I also understand that more plates on the bar means it's going to be heavier. Indeed, it does. That's mm. all the physics you need to know. Yep. As long as you know that forty five plus forty five equals one thirty five, that's all you yep. need to know. Yes. Yes. All, yes. All the math skills we need in this world. Quick math. Oh. Yeah. So how's everything been going for you? Uh, pretty good. Um, that 600 single on the SSB kind of tuckered me out a little bit. So I definitely took this week to uh, deload. Definitely much needed. Um, yeah, everything's going good, though. Pain-free relatively. And, uh, yeah, we're doing good. Still Looking dry, ra- raspy stuff. throat, dude. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm drinking water. Um, I don't know. Like, we'll see what happens. Maybe I'm stuck like this forever. Who knows? <laughs> You're gonna have the sexy smoker's voice for the entirety of your existence. I, I sound like an old white woman from Long Island who just smokes Virginia Slims. <laughs> <all day>. Awful. <laughs> 
Hey, like, Arnie, you're, come over here. <laughs> you're, you're Patty, Patty and Selma from The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but like combined. Yep. The combination <laughs> of the two. Yeah. That is terrible. Yeah. So I had I had a good deadlift session this week. That was about it. That seems to be the case. Yeah. That's it, like the one thing I can do that doesn't hurt me. Hey, deadlift specialist. I know. That's I love seeing the memes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a great comment. <laughs> you see that here? <laughs> all the lithium mines. That's right. We gotta give work to the yeah. all the all the African children. To the batteries that can't be disposed. That's right. And the giant pits that it has to be mined from. But let's hey, but we're here know. for the environment. That's right. We can't think of, we can't think about those sorts of things. We have to keep it yeah. short sighted. We can't think long term. Yeah. For those who can't see that, that was a, a response to Seth's comment about. Um, oh yeah, I guess lithium batteries. Yeah. And yes, in the mining form, and anyone who I, all it takes is a Google search, and you'll see the size of the mines it takes to get the lithium out. So it's wild. anyway, not all it's cracked up to be. Not a bad thing. Not a bad idea. I'm not. I'm not talking shit on the idea of electric cars but it, it is far from a perfect idea it's point. not it's not the car it's the fans you know the fans of the cars yeah mm -hmm. okay. yeah anyways they're deadlifts like, how did it go they're 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 like crossfitters and vegans <clears throat> yeah Com combine combined into an electric car oh god oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so deadlifts, I hit 635 for a couple singles, so I was happy about God that. God bless. Yeah. And then I, I dropped down and I did a set of three at 495, yep. then 405, and then 315. Tasty. Um, and then I did some deficits, and man, my hands hurt so bad when I was done. They were so tender. much volume. Holy crap. They they hurt me. Like I woke up yeah. this morning and they were all they were all swollen. I can barely bend oh, yeah. my joints. Totally. Yeah, because you did how <laughs> many? Like, you did a, what a double at six thirty-five, or how many? How many I singles? Did two, two two singles at six thirty-five, and then you hit another three, another three, yeah. another three, and then deficits, and then deficits. Yeah, and then a, a yeah. three by five of deficits. Yeah, no wonder your hands are screaming. <laughs> yeah, and then it feels like they like sunburned. They're like all yeah, burning this morning. Yeah. <laughs> But it's what I needed because I my squat day like was going really cool. Yeah, I was I I was just hitting four twenty five and I was just gonna kind of go volume on that day too. So I got done with a set of ten at four fifteen. Felt good. Gross. Racked it and then like I brought my arm down and my arm just kind of fell to the my left arm just kind of <laughs> fell to the side, and so my shoulder was yeah. like shot from the stupid squats. It's unbelievable. We need to get so you bad. a buffalo bar. I know. I need a new like shoulder. A bar or yeah, a new so, Ultimately, a new so, shoulder. Yeah, but for the time being, <laughs> we'll, we'll start. Let's uh, we'll start a donation for um to raise money for new new joints. Yeah, I need new shoulders first. Alki needs at least one new hip. Yeah, a couple what ankles. There you go. Yeah, that's right. The ankles. Although I I did leave a message with a place here in town. I believe they're nationwide. They do, they advertise non-invasive, no downtime, no surgery, um, 
joint tissue uh, rebuilding. Is it like stem cell stuff? That's the only thing I can think of what it would be is, is something off of the stem cells. But I mean, a quick response like that, that's the only thing your body would kind of like absorb and start, yeah, start yeah. generating with. So I'm going to see if I can finagle a, uh, a trial. And, you know, because I can't imagine it's like, I can't imagine it's cheap to get that kind of stuff done. No. So most likely, you know, no matter all the big bucks, like two mm-hmm. that I have in the, the $2 that I have in the bank. Oh, but they're large. Bucks. They're large ones. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like circus. It's money. like a big check. Yeah. The big giant check. One of those in, in the yeah. bank. <laughs> it's not enough to, I'm sure, to cover that sort of process. So. I'm going to see if I can do some sort of cross promotion with the gym with them and yeah, you know, get some, get some service from them and, and send people their way if it actually works. Cause and this, this shit is driving me nuts. Yeah. Com- completely batty. I went to bench today, yeah. this morning I was benching and just had three fifteen on the bar. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Down on the second, down, going down on the second rep and just heard three pops. Pushed it back oh. up, racked it, and I was like, "Oh, you bitch!" <laughs> I mean, what about the the football bar? And so I need to start. I'm gonna have to switch back to that and just work on the angles again. And and then the SSB <laughs> stop destroying your shoulder. <laughs> I know. I just I like I want to. I just keep like I can't do that. I need to do like regular regular like, squats. I need to, I need to do. do I, I know. <laughs> I'm not an animal. Yeah, I'm not an animal. <laughs> let me squat and bench like a normal human being again. That's yeah, all I want. I'm not asking for much. That's not much at all. No. So I'm hoping that I can put something together with these guys, and I don't know whatever their their deal is. If it's just some injections in each joint, if I could if I could get some tissue regenerating in my knees and in my shoulders, I would be one happy camper. That would be pretty rad. Yeah, I'd be excited. Be excited about that. Oh yeah. So again, I'm gonna try and put that together so that way, where I'm broadcasting from here at Monument Fitness, I just realized that I had the white lights, the the white lights, red lights, little thing up on the screen that whole time. Oh really? For for anyone new that's watching, that is a game we will be playing later. So with each other. Yeah, that's right. We'll be playing with each other later <laughs> for for your viewing and listening pleasure. Mm-hmm. Oh, and again, since we we have been generating new viewers, especially on YouTube, um, and then our also our our streaming downloads have increased, which is kind of cool because that's badass. I, I didn't I didn't really I didn't do anything to promote it through there, but like our Apple our Apple streaming has like gone through the roof. We used to be heavy Spotify. Um, and then Apple is kind of someone, some people who have Apple have been jumping on and, and taking the reins. So Hell anyone yeah. who's new, anyone who's new, listening, watching, we appreciate you jumping on board. Welcome to the Lifting Only Podcast. So again, I am coming to you from Monument Fitness. I am in Western Colorado on the border of Eastern Utah. You can visit us on Instagram at monument.fitness or go to the website monumentfitness.com. It's that easy. Easy, easy. We are a fun little, fun little facility with some fun equipment and some fun people. There are some fun people. There are some very interesting people. 
Yes. And some very aggravating people. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's very right. true. Hey, anytime you do anything with the public. <clears throat> yep. I mean, Seth's listening. He works at a school. I'm sure he deals yeah. with that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> These little gremlins screaming all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't have a problem with the kids as much as I would their parents. Oh, okay, yeah. Kids. Seth, if you're listening, parents. what's worse? Yeah. Parents the kids, kids? Are, be honest, because the kids aren't listening, I don't think. So you, can, you can tell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least not those kids. Not yet. Nope. Uh, <laughs> also, you can visit anything having to do with the show at lifting underscore ugly on Instagram. You can search YouTube, Facebook, any streaming platform, lift or lifting ugly, and you'll be able to find us. And you can join us on there. You can send us messages. You can comment and like on posts. That's always greatly appreciated. And you can also submit face of the week submissions, which we will go over later to the messages on at lifting underscore ugly. Yeah. And also to get a hold of Alki for those that are not already connected, you can get a hold of him at salty boy with an I, no Y, once again, underscore <coughs> barbell. S A L T Y B O I underscore barbell. So, I totally forgot to tell you, I changed it yesterday. The salty boy? Yeah, I did. Uh-oh. We can what have did you change? Time. What did you change it to? Um, so I'm huge on the power belly thing, obviously. Uh huh. Um, and your belly button in Hawaiian is called your pico, so uh-huh. it's pico powerlifting. P I C O. P I K O. P I K O. Is it underscore powerlifting? Yep. Or just powerlifting? Yeah, uh, pico underscore powerlifting. All right. Let's see. Watch how this works. Quick switch. Bam! At Pico underscore powerlifting. Yes. For his power, for Alkai's magical power belly button. Yep. And for any of those that so are so blessed to be on his cyber terrorist network, you can get a hold of him at now Belly's Out Benching. Always. Always. I, I mean, Pico powerlifting is a good one. Belly's out benching yeah. is that's pretty top notch right there. Oh, it is. I mean, at least I'm consistent with it. I'm at the point where <clears throat> if my shirt is a little bit longer, I'll roll it up just a little bit so I can get a little <laughs> bit of that undercarriage shown so I can just. stay consistent. So you're going for like <laughs> like the women would show a little under boob to get a little a little more action. You're going yep. you're going a little uh, underbelly action. Just a little bit, like just the the like the cusp underneath the belly button, you know, just, just the tip, just a little <laughs> teaser. <laughs> oh, we have a lot to go over with the face of the week stuff concerning that as well. So we'll make <laughs> it. All right, so for this. any graphic graphics needs or uh, art needs, you can visit Zon at Zontopia. He handles all of the graphics for lifting ugly. And if you would like to be a monthly subscriber to our Patreon, you can visit us at patreon.com backslash lifting ugly. Make sure you visit and check out all the different levels we have there. And you can be a much appreciated subscriber there if you would like. Or the other option, you may go to liftingugly.com. That is the website for lifting ugly. Imagine that. It's crazy how that works. Who thought? There at lifting, I know. It's just, 
It's a wild world we live in these days. Yeah. At liftingugly.com, you can make single donations to the show. You can buy coaching from either one of us. Either one of us. So you can go on there and you can pick either one and you can go check out the different packages. You can go check out our packages online. Yeah. At liftingugly.com. Pick which package. (laughs) Pick which package you like best. And, you know, give us money for it. I highly recommend. It would be fantastic for all. You can feel out both. It doesn't matter. That's right. You you can you can have a you can have a small taste of each one of our packages for just a a small a small price. (laughs) (laughs) Also available on liftingugly.com. We do have lifting ugly apparel. It's pretty such as such as hats. Such as shirts. Shirts. And banners. We do have banners. We have the we have the sign flag that is available, which I really like. And I'm gonna I know it sounds weird, but um, I am gonna order one. Nice. To put in the background instead of my makeshift lifting ugly. I don't my, know, I, that, that one behind you is dope. That's OG. It is it is pretty cool because it is lift Ink. duct tape. Ing, ugly. So I mean, that's I don't know. It, it's going to have a home here forever. That is for sure. Oh yeah, it, it will never get thrown away. Um, so we do have all those things. There's a lot of different types of shirts. We do have shorts, and I hate to uh, you know break this up for him, but Massonomics is not the only place that you can buy over overpriced lifting shorts. Yeah, overpriced lifting shorts are also available at liftingugly.com. Not because we're assholes and we want to make them expensive. It's just because for some reason shorts are just expensive. But let me tell you, I wear them every day when I'm lifting. And uh, they're comfy. They're stretchy. They're pliable. They don't break. They're good. I squat in them. I bench in them. I deadlift in them. They're versatile. Buy buy yourself a pair. And for for those that don't like... Short lifting shorts, they're not overly short. No, they they show and, good leg. Yeah, that's right. Just enough. And for people like me, I I prefer longer shorts, but they're not so short as to where I feel uncomfortable. Like, you know, like I may pop a nut out or something. <laughs> you know, there's there's those fears sometimes. <clears throat> yep. You go go down for go down for a bench and who knows what's gonna happen. But so the good good length, nice nice mid length short. Yep. Great great for all sorts of activities. Yes. So that's what we're about is making things easy for you all. Also, we do have Pioneer lifting belts. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you run run with Pioneer. Tell them what it's about. I mean, plain and simple. Matt is a fantastic man with a fantastic business model who makes fantastic products. <clears throat> if you're looking for, prop, in my opinion, <clears throat> the best lifting belts you can throw around your waist, whether it's your standard weightlifting belt, your standard bodybuilding belt, they have benching belts, they have single prong, double prong, pioneer cut, the multi-lever, um, and they're fully customizable. I've had mine for... I don't know how many years. I think probably like three or four. And the only thing I've had to replace is the lever. And I got it within five days. 
when I ask for it. So they're responsive to everything. They get back to your emails nice and quick. And whatever you want to throw on that belt, they'll make it for you. Yeah, we've seen some pretty interesting things come along. Yeah. Um, you know, my client, Shelby, she got <laughs> notice. They updated her on her belt. She ordered the first week of January. So there, it takes time to produce something that's so magical. But she did yeah. get notice or at the beginning of this week that they were embroidering her belt and that um, it will be on its way shortly. So nice. she's super, ex- super excited about that. You should be. That's so cool. Yep. So looking forward to that. I mean, I'm, I imagine I won't get really get updates on mine. I'm just can't wait for it to just show up out of the blue. That's the only thing. I mean, they're cranking out thousands of belts, so you got to be right somewhat patient. <laughs> well, and that's and that's what most most people need to understand is that they are running. You know, as we talked to Matt a couple of weeks ago, they're running mm-hmm. one, basically just one one line at a time. Yep. So they have their customized belts that they're selling online. They have the regular belts that they're selling, retail belts that they're selling online. They also have all the belts that they're making for other companies yep. that they're that they're having to produce and go back and forth. So, yeah, it's just be a little patient. Just know that you're gonna, it's going to take roughly eight weeks or so, but know that you will be really satisfied when that time comes and you receive. Oh my belts. god! Yeah, best belts ever, and they're comfortable. Yep which is more than I can say for some of the others that I have used. Yeah, same. That are not super comfortable. I know. I can't wait to get mine. I keep, I throw that, I throw that other belt I have on and like I'm struggling to get the stupid latch in. Yeah. Just. Immediately irritated. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't, it just doesn't feel right. Mm -mm. It doesn't feel, I don't feel the love out of it that I'm expecting to feel. Mm Mm-mm. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, our it was interesting this week for face of the week because I I thought it was going to be I, at first I didn't think we were going to have anything because I didn't have anything come across. Yeah, um, I have I have a screenshot from my client Shelby when she was there's two Shelbys that are on the site anyway. So my client Shelby, the one that I posted the videos of her doing her yep. max and deadlifts. So I pulled one of hers. So I was like, well, if if we don't get anything, I was just going to throw that up there. And so at least there was something. And then we had Ruben jump on board. And so I was like, okay, well, it'll be like a Beauty and the Beast type matchup. Yeah. And then I just had, I had like three others come in last minute. So yeah. I kept I kept my client Shelby out of it for this week. So I think I'm just going to save that one for, you know, when we need a something to, to fill in. A filler, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we did, we got some, I don't know. This was a really good run of, of faces. Uh, the squat one and Ruben's deadlift were epic. Yeah. So we had, so if anyone <coughs> hasn't seen him, go to the lifting ugly Instagram page and you can scroll through and take a look at him. Um, Ru- Ruben's deadlift is really good. His was, he was really close to winning. Um, I'm trying to remember everyone's name. That was on there. Let me go through here. Uh, we had uh, DC Snowman 169. His was a good squat one. Yeah, it was. Um, and that one was, I think he he came in second by one vote. Oh, no That's way. That's it. 
just one. And then one of my favorites was, let's see, he goes by D. Clevenger Lifting. So okay. he's, the, he's the other deadlift, the older gentleman with the gray. Oh, who yeah, has, yeah, yeah. Who's, who's showing some sexy nip. Oh, that's right. I'm looking at him right now. Ooh, look at that yeah. side. He's that. It's provocative. So he was close. They were, like I said, they were all close. Everyone was within, I think, like two or three votes. Um, but I think he needs to change his Instagram handle to to Diamond Nips Clevenger. Dude, yeah. Because those are those are those are some piercing, piercing fellows. It's, it's staring into my soul right now. That's right. <laughs> so if you look at the comments on the the post, uh, last week's winner Jesse had yeah. a nice. They had a nice run of comments back and forth about about his post. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so it was it was it was pretty entertaining. But yeah, our winner ended up being Shelby, the other Shelby at Shelby <laughs> underscore pair nineteen. There are female competitors. That's right. Okay. So for anyone watching, I do have these loaded, so I'm going to show you. So here's Shelby. And that's her her grumpy face there is the one that won. Yeah. Call that bulldog. Okay. Like a bulldog face. So here's what it reminded me of. <laughs> Can you see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that is the picture that's going to be posted. Love that. It is going to be the side by side. I don't even know what that guy's name is, but the puppet from um, Jeff Dunham, the old man. Yep. Yep. They got the they have the the same same mouth. Yes, they do. But yeah, I was looking at that and I'm like, man, that looks just like that puppet. It's, it's so such she, a big frown while they're squatting. It it is as like most like most facial structures when you're under yeah. strain they don't really go that direction no they don't i mean everyone's face is it. so unique though like you can't i don't even know how you go into a frown like that that's a, that's almost impressive i mean we all are extraordinary faces so we how. do and they all and that's what makes us so much fun is just because everyone the way that everyone's comes out is so different i feel like so funny has a like a different face for each lift. Like my deadlift uh, face is different for my squat face. Right. And then it's day to day. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of these people, they've submitted, you know, deadlift ones weeks in a row. And, you know, it says there's no that consistency. There's, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different. It's like the amount of strain dictates what, yeah. what the look is. So, on that note, I did, I didn't do it well, and I was I was gonna redo it, but like I said, my shoulder was really messing with me on bench. I was trying to get a downward camera angle to show a bench face. Yeah. Well, and so I put that on the story. Um, <laughs> oh, your hat my, was in the way. But my hat, my hat was covering my face. What so, we need is like a magnet on your phone, and then bench in the squat rack. Right. Yeah. Bench, yeah. So anyone out there, that is our goal now. We want to see see bench faces. I'll see what I can do. I'll have Anthony hold his phone over my face while I'm benching. Just as a trial run. 
Yeah, so you get when he tagged he tagged me in that that picture of you. Have you benched today? Oh my yeah, you showed me story. the comment. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I was like, I need a bench face, not a bitch face. Yeah. I was like, what the ben- fuck? <laughs> bench, ladies and gentlemen. We want your faces while you're I wanna I wanna see what faces people make when they bench. Yeah. It's not something you see often. We get to see all the other nope. the other standing ones. You heard uh, it here first. We just need that. Mm-hmm. So, since everyone likes uh, those goofy challenges, we're gonna ha- we're gonna hashtag uh, bench face challenge. Ooh, and not not bitch face challenge. No, <laughs> well, we could do bitch face challenge. That would be entertaining as well. That would also be entertaining. <laughs> but we we will do. Bench, B E N C H face challenge. Mm-hmm. So Seth must be off. He didn't answer us about who's worse, or maybe he was plead. Maybe he's pleading the fifth. Oh, one of the parents is watching. He's, he does. Yeah. He doesn't want to get himself into any trouble. He's fired from being from being our number one fan. From being our, our literally our <laughs> I don't. Nicole's pretty. Nicole's pretty. Uh, she's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, usually at, she's on. Where are you at, Nicole? She, she would have made some comment by this point. Oh, one hundred. That's okay. She's busy stuffing mail into boxes right now. <laughs> she'll be. Yeah. She'll be back. She will. She'll be. be back. So yeah, I have. Um, I have my programming for those girls. So my my Shelby that trains out of the gym here yeah. at Monument Fitness. And Nicole, we have our new set of programming because we, I maxed them out and I posted their numbers, their max out numbers. Yep. Uh, yep. Over the over the weekend, and so I'm really excited. I know Nicole was disappointed. Um, I just think she she set unrealistic expectations going. That's fair. And, um, but that's just because she knows what she wants, and so that's why. Well, yeah, you got to hit little increments first. And is she. <laughs> She she made her large leaps last year, um, and so these are the times that like the patience is gonna gonna come into play. But I think easily her her deadlift will be over four hundred pounds this year. Well, I believe um, it. Going into the going into the meet, and I think for both of them, I just need to get their mental get have mental clarity going into their squat. Because mm-hmm. that's I think that's a struggle for both of them. I mean, it's a struggle yeah. for a lot of people is it trying is. to trying to be okay with pushing that that squat number up well i mean that's definitely the one lift where a lot more can go wrong so right <clears throat> and when thing when things go wrong they can go really wrong really fast yeah so it's it is understandable but i think that's that's really the only thing we need to work on with both of them um is if we can get if i can get them out of their own head on that i think they'll 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 fly on that but of course deadlifts oh yeah flew for both of them um when i did when i did shelby's max in november or not november in december when she first decided she wanted to try powerlifting yeah. and do a meet um she she hit 195 and then she failed 215 she just hit and 275 so, right oh uh, she, she hit two she hit 305 oh 305 so I put her, I was, I based her numbers at first on 205. I just kind of split the gap between what she, the one she hit and then the one she didn't. Yeah. 
And so basically she was roughly right around the 205 mark. And then, yeah, she was, I was like, yeah, I'm sure you'll get 225 pretty easy. And I mean, she just flew right through the 200s. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. So, yeah, so she's now at 305. Nicole's at 375. So it'll be fun to see see where these, these ladies end up. Oh, yeah. Speaking of ladies, where the hell is Jordan? Jordan. Jordan is with Jack. Like, oh, really? Like together, together? <laughs> Are you talking about, we're talking about little Dwarf King Jordan, correct? Yeah, exactly. He yeah, hasn't texted me back in weeks. He, yeah, that I don't know about. I assume he was in here. I was watching them lift. He works out with Jack most of the time nowadays. Oh, I get it, but like. Yeah, and so he's, like, he's just, hell? yeah. So he just ghosted you? Do you feel like a woman scorned now? Well, like, he was, like, going, I mean, I, I can't eat with payment this week. I was like, I don't care. I just train. Like, you know, yeah. I just want to lift because he was making huge strides. And right. And just he, went, poof. He just disappeared on you. I mean, he's a, he's a bull. Out, Jordan. Right. You better text him <laughs> back and let him know what you're doing. That's I can tell you what he's doing. He's uh He signed up for the Crown Mountain Classic over in Denver that – um, Steve is putting on. Um, oh, for Strongman? Yeah. Oh, nice. So he's going to compete in, I think he said he signed up for Open, uh, the Open I mean, class. like a, a heads up would have been really cool, but, you know, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Heard>. <laughs> that's dope. So Thus it is when you work with people. <clears throat> But yeah, they've been they they do uh, they they hit up their workouts about three times a week. They nice. come come in and do their strong strongy man stuff, and so he's accumulating his gear needed for strong man. Nice, strong and, uh, little fellow. Keenan's doing one in June, May. No, he's doing the same. I think he's doing the Crown Mountain as well. Oh, nice. And so I think he's, I think Keenan just said he's competing in novice, novice only. Yeah. Um, so I think, and then I think Jack is going to compete in that one. So we'll have, so all three of them, I think, will be there. That's cool. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if, uh, if Bryce is going to do that or not, or if he's just along for the ride with Keenan right now. Yeah, no one's communicated with me since I've left. So I, I'm, huh. just, I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Either way, yeah, you just you know, out of I guess you're you're out of sight, out of mind. Ouch! And everyone's they've <laughs> they're like, okay, who who's that? Oh, brutal! <laughs> <coughs> they all they all come back. Don't you worry. They yes. they have to they have to venture out and they have to experience things on their own. Yeah. Well, I was bummed about Jordan because he was supposed to compete this month. Yeah, the powerlifting meet, right? Exactly. Is what he was wanting to do. If you see him, smack him for me. I will. (laughs) Hey, next time, just out of the kindness, give a little how do you do. Yeah, that's literally it. That's all I need. Hey, this is my plan now. Yeah. So any anybody anybody who listens or watches, if you're if you are working with a coach or you're working with a trainer, 
and you want to go and do something different or work with somebody else, I would say nine out of 10 coaches slash trainers don't care. Just I give mean, me a heads granted, up. Fuck. That's it. You know, we, we like, you know, if it's our livelihood, we like collecting the money because that's how we pay our bills. But yeah, usually people are in and out all the time. People need to try different things. We all understand that. And so because of that, just tell us. Say, this is what I plan on doing. Of course, to be fair, That's Jordan it. did the same. Jordan, Jordan did the same thing to me and then when he started working with you. <laughs> no shit. Oh my god. That bastard. <laughs> so I was like, so yeah, because Amber was like, Hey, have you have you talked to Jordan? I was like, I've seen him at the gym. She's like, well, is is he competing again? What is he doing? I was like, I don't know. He just told me he was gonna like take some time and you know, be with his family. And I said, but to me, it looks like he's working with Alki now. What the hell? <laughs> God, you suck, Jordan. And like, I, you know, I'm not mad. Like, I'm like you. I'm not, it's like, I'm not mad. I'm just like, like yeah, you could have told right. me. I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been pissed. It's like, I'd have been like, like what the fuck? You need to stay with me. I've been like, yeah, cool. You want to yeah, go for it, dude. He'll give you some yeah. good insight. He'll give you good tips. He'll hook you up. But <laughs> brutal. He's a, we just start calling him Casper. Yeah, that sounds good. Just going around ghosting everybody. Ghost King. Yeah, Ghost King. <laughs> oh, God, that's we love you guys. We love all of you. Yes, you're also, yeah. you're also fantastic. Yeah, we're 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 far from perfect, but oh, one hundred percent. It's like any relationship. Communication is key. It is. To a, it really is. To, a, to, to a solid relationship, regardless of if there is a, any sexy time involved or not. Yeah. And then, oh, also, is, I posted it out there. I actually didn't mean to post it on Lifting Ugly, but I did. Um, if my daughter does listen or if she's listening, mm -hmm. I want to congratulate her. She did get accepted into the University of Utah. Yep, yep, very, yep. Very, very, very proud of that. That is something so she, dope. I know I, I know I posted on there that this is what she's talked about since she was three years old, but she is literally since she was three years old. Um, her sister was in the hospital at Primary Children's at the University of Utah. Yeah. And ever since that time, she has said how much she wants to go to the University of Utah. So she got called by the recruiter uh, a couple days ago and told her that she's been accepted. So she's waiting to hear about any scholarships or anything like that that she may be able to what uh what program does she want to do um funny enough as it relates to today um she wants to go into psychology with a emphasis on social work okay so like a counselor kind of thing yeah but she'll be instead of like a certification she'll actually have a psychology a degree. degree so she'll be able <laughs> yeah. to do actual work and not just you know no, i mean a I know her, she'll take it a step farther too and maybe go for like a phd yeah it just it, it, when she gets if it's if they make it difficult enough for her then she'll she'll keep going if it's too well, easy sure she she'll will. if it's too easy she'll mess around and just kind of coast through it yeah because that's the part that's the part of her that is me it's like oh this is really yeah, this is really easy, so I'm not really going to do anything. I'm just going to sit yep. here and 
I'll write I'll write a couple things just to get by and we'll call it good. But yep. I'm at I imagine at a university level you can't really get away with that kind of stuff. I don't think so. I mean and she I no, she'll do good. And if she doesn't like it, she'll end up going somewhere else for secondary school or something like that. So she'll she'll do yep. just fine. Yeah, she has I mean <coughs> she's like, Well, I was I was gonna apply to CMU too. I'm like that's just uh, that's like logistical. I was like, CMU will take you because you're local. Oh yeah, totally. And so her her only thing that she's waiting on is is to see what kind of grants and and scholarships she can get to see, you know, if she can afford it right away or if she needs to take like a semester or something and and work and you know delay well, between. Them. What I did was uh, community college first, and then went to CMU after. Right. get a lot of like the garbage classes out of the way yeah and, and so i think it was half the price yeah that may maybe her idea is to kind of hit cmu for a year a semester mm-hmm. or a year um and get some of that out of the way and then take the acceptance into the university of utah i mean after that be a bad idea that saves a little bit of money and mm-hmm. but she i told her i was like she, she needs to get away from home she needs to that's she fair. needs to go she needs to go experience life outside the nest True. See, I wasn't because, ready to leave home like, yet. So I our our last name yet. last name is Bird. So that yes, yeah. that makes sense. She fly away, young bird. Fly away. <laughs> yeah. You weren't ready to leave. No, I was not, and thank God I didn't, because I was dicking around, not doing shit. So yeah, the community college was a good route, just for me to get my stuff out, and I could still kind of do my thing. And then once I got my associates from there, I went to CMU. Let you let you grow up a very tiny bit. Oh, I needed it. Yeah, I was. Well, I mean, I didn't like do anything in high school. So at the beginning of college is when I was like skipping classes to smoke and surf and drink. And <laughs> the, you know what I mean? So eighteen was a uh, was my year. <laughs> Yeah, so so your thought process was now that I'm old enough, and now that I have to pay to go to school, yeah, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start messing around now that it's costing money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love it. I did. I did it on the government's dime. Good. And I did. Oh, I yeah. did. I went to. I went to a year of community college, mm-hmm. and I sat. I think I went to two English classes, and I was sitting there, and I'm like. I'm paying for this shit. And so, so my thought was like, I didn't go to these classes when I was in high school. Yeah. But now I'm going to, now I'm going to pay to go to these classes. I was like, yeah, screw that. So exactly. I took my PE officiating classes for a year and became a licensed official in every sport. And nice. uh, I mean, not that it carries over to this day. That was, 24 years ago but yeah. at one time <laughs> and so i went for a year and i got all that done and then i i pieced out and i went back to get my emt about eight years ago and 10 years ago and then that was all the school i can handle I, I don't blame you it's it's not fun for me i don't enjoy it but on the note of not the daughter enjoyable. going into oh. not enjoyable <laughs> and psychology, which is also kind of not enjoyable. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and just everything, I guess both of us have been dealing with for a quite a while. Yep. I was talking to a client this morning and we were talking about kind of the depression and the, the psychology that kind of is, is around dealing with an injury and oh, yeah. really in any, in any athletics, but specifically because we do have lifting in the title of our podcast, we'll gear it specifically towards lifting. Yeah. Um, so in your experience, as you've become injured, kind of what is the psychological process that you go to go through when during that? Um, I immediately think, <clears throat> okay, what were the, <clears throat> what could have been the main causes? So I immediately start breaking down my entire week. So let's say, <clears throat> let's say the injury was on like a Thursday or a Friday. <clears throat> I start breaking down my whole week of, okay, how many hours did I work? How many hours did I sleep? How many gallons of water have I had? Um, did I have enough meals? Was I eating properly? Was I recovering properly? Did I have enough downtime? Did I have too much downtime? So from that immediate perspective, I kind of start to overthink. Maybe not overthink, but it's almost like an immediate, like, all right, before I get pissed off that I'm injured, what can I do for the oncoming week so I can prevent this from happening again? So, and depending on what kind of injury it is too, like I can always tell when there's like a snap or a pop um, like in my lower back with this last deadlift thing, I can always tell it's like a, uh, it's a not enough sleep, not enough water. And when I know like something isn't going to move off the ground or it's, it's moving slowly or whatever, that's more of like a calorie and not enough eating thing. So, <clears throat> oh yeah. And so before I start getting absolutely <laughs> distraught that I'm going to be training, not how I want to be training for the next couple of weeks. I immediately go back to the drawing board and think of what I could do better. Um, so it kind of makes it more of like a learning experience than a fuck, I'm stuck again and blah, blah, blah. Then the woes me crap. Um, and then once, uh, <laughs> once I kind of get through that, I, I mean, I'm irritated. I'm pissed off. I'm sad, especially like if I'm out of season and I'm like, 14 weeks away from a competition or however long it is that I'm not too salty about it. But let's say we're in that last month or we're in that last two month period. That's when I kind of start freaking out just because it's kind of crunch time in that aspect. And the last thing I want to do is go into a meet feeling beat up because I know I'm not going to really hit what I want to hit or I go in hit the number and crumble and get injured even worse. And that's when like the whole mental thing starts to get over again. So regardless of, you know, let's say I go into that meet a little beat up, but I did everything perfectly, um, you know, food, water, and sleep wise, I'm still going to have that thought in the back of my head. That's like, all right, you hit a lesser number in training and still got injured. So that immediate like shit, it's going to happen again. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that looming thought that kind of just doesn't go away, which is honestly more irritating than anything else. Cause at the end of the day, you're going to, you'll more than likely you're going to do just fine. Right. Yeah. Right. So because like I always find, and what I was talking to my client, I was like, I've had, I've had stuff happen in my life that would cause lots of emotions and, 
and whatnot to take place. Yep. But the only the times that I felt like probably my lowest forms of like being like in a depressed state have been with a a chronic injury. Yeah. So like when these shoulders, when a back won't heal, when the shoulders just won't get right, it really I, I find myself in like this overly depressed state where I'm trying to, you know, just it's a woe is me. You know, this shit is never going to get better. You know, what am yeah. I doing all this for? You know, why should I, you know, just, you know, poor me, wah, 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 kind of shit. And so then I was looking at like, basically it is, it, it's the same with anything that, you know, any traumatic experience that you go through, which are, it gives you the five stages of grief. Yep. Which I don't know that you necessarily, we hit all of them, but I would say that because the five stages of grief for anyone who doesn't know, so you have denial. Anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. I'd say the only one that I don't really ever go through, it would be bargaining. Because and then what would be your what would be your form of bargaining then? Yeah, and that's that's what that's the only thing I, I don't think kind of falls into like the whole injury thing is the bargaining because I, I don't know because I'm not like you know you know, oh, please, God, if you take this away from me, I'll do, you know, I'm not doing any of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, I, like denial, I've done that many times where I'm like, nah, screw this. I'm going to go for it. I'm pushing, you know, this injury isn't going to hold me back. I'm going to push my numbers anyway. Yeah. And I always lose every time. <laughs> I mean, like, that's what I was fully fair. I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what my denial would be. <clears throat> it's not really like a I sit and ignore it. It's it's like that <clears throat> you're benching or squatting or deadlift, whatever. It can be whatever movement. It doesn't matter. And you feel that pop or that little like explosion in your back or whatever. I immediately stand up and go, "Fuck, this can't be happening again." Right. Or you know some sort of rendition of that. So it's not really like a denial thing. It's like a goddamn it, I can't believe this is happening again. Well, how many times when that happens do you try and lift that or something a different weight just to see how bad it is? All for deadlifts, like if it, if I feel like a you know a, a pop click in my lower back, I'll give it a minute or two. I'll stretch. I'll roll out. Take the therapy gun. You know, try to you know blast the area a little bit, and I'll try and hit the same weight again. And if it moves fine, then I'm like, all right, whatever. That we can just keep going. I'm not going to go heavier that day by any means. Right. I'll cap it off right there, obviously, because, you know, common sense. But, um, you know, if if I try and go pull it again, it doesn't move or I get halfway up, my back is screaming at me to stop. Like, I'm not going to keep pulling it. You know what I mean? So, with that, so do you think that would be, like, part of a denial is, is testing it just to see if it is as hurt as it is? Oh, yeah, totally. Felt? I mean, but... Not that, I, I'm I not saying you should because I, I I do the same I do the same thing. It's yeah, like, I just to me like it doesn't feel like denial. It feels like more like testing it out. You know what I mean? Like I. Right. So maybe that is denial, but that's I just I wasn't sure if it's because I'm still recognizing that there's an issue there because I'm right. not completely ignoring. it. If I just completely ignoring it, then I'd be like, "Fuck this, whatever." I'm just gonna keep you know continuing my workout, but it's more of like a dip my toe in again and see if it, you know. It's gonna hurt again, because that's like what I did today. So when they those those pops happened in my shoulders, I dropped it down, 
to just 225. And I'm just like, I'm just going to do some reps at 225. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even get it to push off of the, the rack. No, oh, yeah. And so, yeah, and, and ha- part of me is thinking, okay, well, it's kind of a denial. Like, <coughs> okay, well, it can't be that bad. I still have to be able to do something. Yeah. So this is this is what I'm going to do. And then when that doesn't work, then it seems then it, I immediately step into what would be then the second stage. And it's like when when those whatever if you want to call it denial or just kind of te- testing to see what the injury is. When that when you realize that you're injured and that it's not going to happen that day. I mean, to me, my my niche, my just right off the bat, next step is like complete anger. Oh, totally. And it's hard to not go right there. I right. mean, for especially for both of us, we have a thousand other things that are going on outside of training. So training is the one thing that we are supposed to have some sort of control over and is the one exactly. thing that kind of like <clears throat> allows us to step away from the garbage that we have going on outside and all that stuff. So when something like that falters or when something like that, like doesn't go according to plan or like, <clears throat> I mean, like, even if I don't hit the lift that I did that day, I, I've, right. I get immediately pissed off. But <clears throat> it's just one of those things, man. It's just, to me, the hardest part is recognizing that that portion of my day that I needed for myself didn't go as planned. Right. And by not as planned, either I didn't hit the number or I tried to hit the number and then have a small little tick that I need to deal with, you know? So well, maybe then- it's not, it's, 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 it's not being able to go in and have that portion of time for myself that I allot for myself every day, you know? Right. You have something is taking away <laughs> the thing that you, like you said, it's the one thing that we have that we're supposed to have control over. Yeah. And then when something takes that away, it is, it, in, it incites anger immediately. Even if it's ourselves that takes that away. Yep. And that's almost yep. worse. Oh yeah, than, totally. I, I seem to get more upset when something happens with myself that keeps me from being able to do it versus if there's an outside influence that I can't control, I yeah. tend to be able to deal with it better. But when it's me, I'm like, you stupid motherfucker, you should be able to do this. You know, oh, exactly. Well, yeah. Because like I said, like a lot of the thing, the things that go into training are in our control. So when we do something right. to neglect that or <clears throat> don't capitalize on it, yeah, I get way more pissed off too. Like big time. So then that's, then I think, like I said, the, the bargaining thing, I don't, I don't see it being relevant, but then depression seems to be kind of the next state where I, you know, I personally, I'm not going to speak for anyone, for anyone else. I personally go into, I have my moments. It doesn't, I try not to let it last long, but if you, if you ask my wife, it probably does more times than not, but I go into the, the woe is me. Um, but I don't express, I usually don't say how upset I am that, that this hurts or that I can't do this because whatever's going on. Usually yeah. my, my depressed state is internally woe is me, but externally reverts back to anger Yeah, and being, being short fused and just being kind of a pissy asshole. I mean, also coming from a standpoint of like, <clears throat> when you're around people, I'm not, this isn't, has nothing to do with Amber. Um, <clears throat> when you're around people that don't understand how fucking important training is to you right. and you're, and you know, they're like, Oh, you just hurt your back. You'll be just fine. It's like, no, do you understand what goes into this shit? Yeah. The amount of prep that goes outside, inside, eating, sleeping, 
drinking water, all the shit you have to do to make sure training goes right. <clears throat> and when something doesn't go right and then training is fucked for, what, two months or three months or however long, it's kind of hard to explain that to someone that doesn't have this as their huge portion of their identity, you know? Well, and to me, worse than that is when they say, oh, well, you shouldn't lift as heavy. Oh, you shouldn't lift as hard. Because that's why you got hurt. And it's like, shut the hell up. You exactly, don't know. But, you don't know how why it got hurt. You don't know what happened here. No, you don't know but what that's also coming from a place of mediocrity, and that's the last thing you want to hear is some Joe Schmo fuck telling you that, you know, oh, you shouldn't be doing this anyway. It's like you don't understand why I'm doing this, and you right. never will clearly because you're that same guy who got injured in high school and never put a squat bar on his back again because he went no or knees over toes and folded himself. Like, yeah, I don't tell you how to train. <laughs> Because you, you used to bench 315 in high school. And, exactly. You know, so now all of a sudden that's my problem. Yeah, yeah it's because yeah. it is. I mean, it's the, the physiology of it when you're exercising. And to us, the exercising is lifting. And to, to other people, their exercise is something different. But you get endorphin release, mm-hmm. which causes the, the high that, you know, that people... Yep. We'll, you know, we'll talk about, and then you get the serotonin, which then makes you happy. So regardless of what's going on, you have a nice lifting session. You leave that session feeling high and happy. And if something takes that away from you, yep. <laughs> the and exact opposite of that is depressed and angry. Oh, exactly. <clears throat> and this isn't like a, a spiel, you know, of, you know, lifting is better than any other hobby or whatever makes you happy. No. This is for anything. It, right. I mean, it could be tennis. It could be fucking whatever, whatever you decide to do in your free time that you put effort into that makes you part of who you are. Any little injury or thing that comes along with it is, it sucks. Because so then that one like, thing that makes you happy is not going to be where it needs to be for a bit. It'd be like if you're a, a concert pianist and you break a finger. Yeah. Right? Or you start developing arthritis in your hand. I mean, then that limits what you love. And even though it's not technically like a, I mean, it's a physical activity, but it's not a, a, a you know, what you would consider a normal physical activity. No, it's but still, it's something you, that brings you joy. You still get the same uh, chemical releases in your brain that you yeah. do, that the runners get when they experience their runners high, that the lifters get when you hit that PR. Those are the same feelings that everyone gets when they're doing what they enjoy doing, regardless of if you make money doing it or not. It's what you enjoy. It's what mm-hmm. you need. And I know we've talked about it before. When that gets taken away from you, it, it's one of the worst things ever. Yes. And so it does cause that depressed state. And then the hardest one to deal with would be the acceptance for me, because then that means that you have to accept the fact that you have to take a step back and rehab. You have to lighten weights. You have to you know, go through the, the physical therapy movements. You have to do all those yeah. things to try and repair yourself to get back to where you once were. Yeah. I mean, the only positive I can think of coming from that is, to, you know, learning how to diversify your portfolio. You know, <clears throat> from a coaching standpoint, when you have somebody that's, you know, can't do X, Y, or Z because it causes them pain or they get injured from this, it allows you to, as a coach and a lifter, to work together and figure out what works, what doesn't work, how do we approach this beast differently? 
<clears throat> and how do we keep those rehab movements in and use them throughout the entire training block, however long you want to use them to make sure that it doesn't happen again, right. you know? So that's the only thing that I can think of coming from an injury standpoint of like, there's a lot to be learned from it, from not just, I mean, the mental and the emotional part, but the actual physical portion too. You're allowing yourself to learn how to, like if, it, if that injury or whatever starts kind of showing itself again, or that pain starts coming back, you know how to nip it ass right there. Well, that, that's, yeah, that, that becomes a big part of the acceptance is learning from learning from the experience to yeah. either make sure it doesn't happen again or make sure that it doesn't happen as bad. Um, yeah. I mean, I did have, I had that back injury that took me out of a competition that or out of a meet that we were all going to do. Um, it seized me up for about a month and a half. And so during that time when I couldn't get my back to release, I spent my time looking at how to, how to PT. Yep my specific so i was targeting i basically i had to target what my issue was like where was my tightness what was what was the what was the origin of it and then i found through you know searching and studying and looking at different things and trying different things i was able to find how to release basically i had to release my hips yep. and once i released my hips it released a little bit more of the lower back which then I was able to finally go to the chiropractor and actually have them do something to reset me. But now because of that, every time I go in to do my deadlifts or my squats, I have a series of active stretches that I do. I have yep. warm up movements that I do every time because those are the things I learned during that process that helped me get away from yep. the, you know, I mean, the, the injury. That's the best example period. And that's the biggest difference between you and I or somebody that just, the same dude who fucking got hurt in high school. You wanted to find a way to make it better so you can come back stronger. You know, right. you actually applied yourself and learned how to do things. I mean, on your own, which is fantastic because you've you've taught yourself how to climb up out of the hole. You know, which is huge. Right. It's so the, the biggest uh, difference between people that go to just work out and people that train. You know. Right. Well, and, and me being somebody who. And you as well, people that coach other people, that train other people. You know, I don't want to just be told by somebody, here, this is what you need to do. If I can figure it out, you know, if I can go through that process and figure it out, then to me, that helps me help somebody else that much more mm -hmm. than just having going to a physical therapist and they're like, okay, do this, do this, do this. And okay, well, yeah, maybe that works, maybe that doesn't. But if I have to go look and research all these things, then. I found that I learned a whole lot more in the process. Well, and then it sticks to you a lot better. Recovery. Right. Well, that's that was the cool thing about Shayla, man. It's like I would, you know, I'd go in and be like, okay, this is what happened this week. And then she would go, okay, what do you think we should do about it? You know, so it was obviously she's going to have the answers at the end of the day. Or there were those few occasions where I like kind of taught her something, which was out of bounds because that woman is so <laughs> goddamn smart. It, it blows my mind. Um, but it was cool. It was a brainstorming collab. It was like, okay, um, your pronator, your rear delt, and your lat are, are at their at their origination points suck. They hurt anytime you do a pushing motion. What can we do to, you know, get, alleviate any of the pain while still performing the movement? And we'd sit down and brainstorm movements that would work, but didn't work. We try this. We try this. We try this. You know, so it was kind of cool to have that, um, almost like mentorship with someone that knows how to heal the human body because I, 
you know, our, I saw her once or twice a week for forever, and she's a huge proponent to why my body is still intact right now. So I guess to any advice to anyone that's listening, find yourself a very educated, I mean, not just chiropractor, massage therapist, someone that wants to get to know your body, you know, right. someone that is very, very in tune with how the human body is performing. Well, to, it's, yeah, it's, to get it's a lifesaver. To, to become a chiropractor, in all honesty, is not that difficult. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is basically stay in school. And then to become a massage therapist is even easier. It's a nine-month course, and you get a certificate. But to be good at those, you have to be somebody who cares, knows the human body, cares about how mm-hmm. it functions, and actually cares about the people that you're working on. And like you said, like she does, it's, okay, well, what, what were you doing? Where does it hurt? What do we, you know, what plan of attack do we need to, and instead of, and I mean, training is the coaching people is the same way. It's yeah. Any, any, not any, there's a lot of people that can write a program. Mm -hmm. Here's a program. Here's everyone's program. It's all the same. Do that. But to be able to cater the program or adjust the program or adjust the nutrition to adjust those things per person, because you care about, their success is the difference between their success and their failure and your success and failure as well. And so the more, the more we can learn. And so anyone out there, even if you're not interested in teaching anybody else, these things to learn them for yourself is going to be invaluable. So if you go to a massage therapist, you go to a chiropractor or a physical therapist when you're there and they're telling you to do this or do that, ask them why. So that they can tell you what it's doing for your body, because the more you understand that, the more that when those things do start to creep up on you again, you can kind of get a better handle on those. Yep. And you can you can you can get a hold of it, and you can rehab it before it becomes as serious of an injury as it might, and sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. And oh, then, yeah. so <laughs> after after all that, then. You know, and then there's there's just some injuries that are just injuries and they just need they need to be fixed. Yep. And and that's where like me personally, that's where I'm at and a lot of what I have going on is it's just stuff that needs to be fixed. And so yep. it's me taking the time, going to see the people I need to see, making the moves I need to make and and listening and and doing those things so that eventually I can get somewhat back to normal. And well but, and then that comeback feeling is just it, you can't beat that. Right. Like that was, you know, that, that huge wave of emotion that comes over you when you, you know, hit a new PR after you were broken all year, whether it was, you know, mentally, emotionally, or physically, you were hurt. You, you were, you know, dealing with shit that made your cortisol levels insanely higher. You had an entire year that was just absolute fucking hell. You know, <clears throat> that's why, like, that, there's two instances that I can think of that really stick out once was after I benched in June. That was like, I couldn't I, it, like immediate that I didn't even wait for the judges to give me the call. Cause I fucking knew it was a perfect bench. <laughs> so that's why I stood up and walked off. Cause I like couldn't stand on the, the platform anymore. Cause it was immediate. Like just that huge, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was, it was happy. It was anger. It was sad. It was, it was the, that slight reminder of like, that's who the fuck I am right there. You know, that's, that's why we're here. And that, um, that 600 squad on the SSB, like I couldn't, 
it was like I walked I walked into that that squat with with a half a tear rolling out down my face because it was you know knowing that <clears throat> with squats or deads that could have been the one movement that would you know could tweak my back again, but doing the whole movement pain free decently fucking fast made it look pretty and racked it and walked off like I just I couldn't you know it was just another one of those where I couldn't help it it was just you know right one of those indescribable feelings of shit like now we're on pace to get back to where the where we need to be yep so i mean through all of it through anything that happens with anyone who's out there whether it's an injury whatever the case that knocks you off course like we've talked about many times before you just figure out where you want to be and Mm -hmm. then whatever the steps are for you to get there or to get back there that's just the the mindset you need to put yourself on and you have to be okay with changes in the middle of it with setbacks you have to be okay with the failures I mean, you have to look you have to look for the failures so that that way i mean because realistically that's how we become better and and move on from mm-hmm. from those things so make sure i mean it's going to happen so cycle through your stages of your four stages of injury grief as you go through bargaining we can't quite figure out how that would fit in there but all the other ones just you know deal with them as they come along but understand in the end where you want to be and and do whatever you have to do to get back there yeah the end the fucking end yeah i'll take it (laughs) all right so are you ready for white lights red lights i believe so all right Mr. Akai Allen, if you would please explain the rules and what White Lights, Red Lights is all about. You know, the best feeling that I can think of, you just performed an outstanding lift, whether it was squat, bench, or deadlift. You gave it your all. It was an RPE-10. It's now in the books because you got three white lights or two white lights. You got a passing score, making your lift official. And sometimes you walk up to the platform and you don't do so well. Sometimes you drop the bar. Sometimes the squat will fold you. Sometimes you get stuck in the hole. Sometimes the bench just doesn't come off your chest or it gets halfway up and it decides to not move anymore. But fortunately, you will receive red lights on the board, whether it's two or three red lights showing that is not a passing score or three red lights that it just was a clear. So at the end of the day, what we're looking for, peeps, two white lights or three white lights? Those those put you in the positive realm of things. They are. Yes, they do. All right. So first on the list is salsa. Oh, dude. Three three whites. Okay. Hands down. We're gonna have I love salsa. We're gonna have it. We're going to have time to go back through just in case at the end of this, you change your mind. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you talking about dancing or the food? Well, it's going to become pretty obvious. I'm talking about dancing. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, uh, from a spectating standpoint, <clears throat> it is fun to watch. It's exciting. It's erotic. It's fast-paced. You know what I mean? Um. But for me, no, I'm never going to do it because I would look stupid as fuck. <laughs> so I'm going to say uh, 
I'll I'll say uh, God, that chicks are so hot that do it too. Let's do uh <laughs> let's let's do let's do two whites and a red, and the red being from a standpoint that I wouldn't do it, and the two whites being from a all right, I respect that. I have a feeling that most of these are gonna get like the same score, but okay, still. Because like I think they're all like I like all of them. I think they all yeah. they all have their they all have their place. Yeah. So the second the second one would be jive. Jive. Yeah. Are you talking about like a, white people dancing? <laughs> no, well, I mean, jive like white people do jive. It didn't originate with white people. That's like most things though. Didn't originate with white people. Adopted it. It didn't. Ruined it. <laughs> right. Right, so like original like jive. Well, let me see. Back in the back in the sixties, fifties, yeah, ish. That was some OG jive. <laughs> yeah, um, like pre Soul Train, Soul Train moves. Oh wow! Oh, three whites because that that shit's cool. <laughs> when three like whites. when when those when those people get those when, like especially how they like I don't know how they move their legs like that. Like just the shit, like it's just. I don't know. It's it's it's, but it's wild. <laughs> it's like like noodle legs just whipping yeah. around, but in perfect rhythm, which is why oh, white people, which is why most white people ruined it. Ruined it. <laughs> so no rhythm. All right, so then we'll go with the Mambo. Mambo. I can't remember the last time I watched Mambo. Um. I guess I'll I'll give it two whites, just for the culture. How you get two white lights? Yeah, I'll give it two white lights for the yeah. culture. It's got the you know it has the. To me, that kind of has like a salsa feel to it. Yeah, it's just more more structured. Yeah, not as free, not as free flowing as not as loose cannon. It, it, yeah, the one downfall, and then the last one. Last one is super easy. Like white lights across the board every time, and that would be break dancing. Oh, dude, the the best dancing. Even watching, like, I mean, old school break dances is obviously dope. Yeah. Um, the new, like, have you seen like? I think Red Bull hosts a, like a couple tournaments right. every year. That yeah, they do the Red cool. Bull. Yeah, the Red Bull. Yeah, the Red Bull championships. There's like, some. Dude, that's wild. Yeah. Like that takes like <laughs> some real athleticism. So that's so there's, that's through. I wish I wish I could remember the guy's name. There's this this black dude out of France. Oh no, I've just, watched him. Yeah, the one where he's like amazing. on his hands spinning in a circle with his legs in the air. Like I'm like, dude, yeah. how are you? And then he'll like press. He'll just consistently just does like these do, one like, no and two arm presses. Yeah, mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, uh, three whites hands down. So. Yeah, it's just yeah. So I don't even remember what I was watching, but something kicked into gear, and I'm like, "Oh, different types of dancing." I was like, "But break dancing is always the best." Yeah, that was a good finisher. Because there's no structure to break dancing. No, it's how are you feel. How do you want to break? So it yeah, so every other dancing <laughs> has structure. You do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. Break dance, the only thing is just it's just it's all it's all rhythm. And that's all it is. Fill that ish and then move. Yes, indeed. Woo! All right. That's <laughs> it, ladies and gentlemen, for this week's White Lights, Red Lights. He's, Our he's dancing a- spectacular.
Dancing is amazing. Love it. It's not something, <laughs> not something, not something I do. And if I try, it's not something I do well. But nope. I definitely, re- I definitely respect those that do all sorts types of dancing. I'm also terrible at horizontal dancing. Yeah, that's also <laughs> another thing where rhythm lacks. <laughs> but I make up for it with speed. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm here for a good time, not a li- not a long time, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's, it's five minutes. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, just heavy breathing, sweating all over the place. Oh. Just that's it. I'm a just, virgin again. <laughs> yeah, let's just we'll start over from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. All right. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I am coming to you from Monument Fitness in Western Colorado, Grand Junction, to be specific. If you are ever in the area, make sure you. Get a hold of me, and you. we can get you in for a lift here. You can get a hold Do of it. me at any of the Lifting Uglies. Our Instagram is at Lifting underscore Ugly. You can search out Lift or Lifting Ugly on pretty much anything and find us, podcast, website, social medias, all that by searching so. For sure. All right. You can get a hold of the power belly button at Pico, P-I-K-O underscore powerlifting. If you want to get a hold of him about any coaching, or if you want to uh, get a sneak peek at the underbelly yeah, of I'll everything that is sure. that is Alki, he is he is not ashamed of such no. power belly. And there's a lot of me, a lot a lot to love. There's a lot of love <laughs> for any graphics or art needs. You can visit Zon at Zontopia.com. We would be more than happy to have you join us as a monthly subscriber on Patreon by visiting patreon.com backslash lifting ugly, where you can peruse our different uh, levels of support. Monthly support. That's how we're going to feed the children with that money. If you don't want to monthly subscribe, you can also donate to us, the podcast at liftingugly.com. Go under the podcast category in the drop down menu and you can go to the different levels there and do one-time donations as yeah. well as you can get coaching from either one of us please do it or and or not or you can do all of these things you can you can you can get a donation give a donation to the podcast you can get coaching you can also for number three you can buy lifting ugly gear it's so just sweet. just kind of take one of your paychecks and come visit us and just <laughs> just blow your load in one Spend spot. It all. That's right. We'll we'll be appreciative mm-hmm. of your load. May, <laughs> of all of your load. <laughs> you also make sure you go visit Pioneer Lifting Belts. Please do it. The quintessential <laughs> lifting belt manufacturer. Gold standard, baby. So, Pioneer Lifting Belts, you can visit them at generalleathercraft.com for all things <coughs> lifting belts, straps, wraps, knees, wrists, golf club covers, wallets, wallets dog, dog, collars. dog collars. And coming soon, ladies and gentlemen, sometime this year, there will be Pioneer Lifting Elbow Sleeves and... Knee sleeves. Knee sleeves. Oh, I can't wait. Whoop, whoop. 
I love that. Oh, it's so wonderful. It'll be a, a grand day when such things will take mm-hmm. place. We also need to make gym bags. Write that down. Um, I have one. Oh. I have one made. I just need to reactivate it. Uh-huh. So maybe, maybe there will be a gym bag drop. Next Ooh. Week. A lifting ugly gym bag drop. I'll change it up a little bit so it'll be a little bit different than the last ones that we did have. Perfs. And I think I need to redo the uh, the fanny packs as well for Ooh, all of our yeah. for all of our fanny pack lovers out there. Our fanny fans. Make sure you it's a fanny fans. Make sure you uh, check those out in the upcoming week, and we will get your fanny packed. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> big fan big fan of fanny packing yes ladies and gentlemen we thank you for joining us for episode 17 of the lifting ugly podcast if you didn't catch it in the beginning you have to remember that lifting ugly is a podcast that is so cool that ice cube has changed his name to tepid water that's how cool <laughs> that's how cool this is uh, tell your friends like comment all subscribe all those things to all the streaming stuff that all helps us get out there more and helps spread the love to everyone in the world we want to share with it with everyone boys and girls ladies and gentlemen we will see you next week thank you for joining us and we're out of here peace So fuck the blues, ain't your bad news, you can trip with the juice While I sip booze on a seven day cruise in Louis Vuitton shoes With floozies by the dudes, the good life, talking about the good life Live it up for a little while, then go to the hood to get a good wife And settle down, but for now I'm studying down Refuse to allow myself to live foul, like when I was sniffing pals Still got trials and tribulations